Hi, I'm Kerry. Um, I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. We even have hats and t-shirts and stuff you can buy at our website so that you can let the world know that you're one of the best of us or best of U.S. investors. Uh, I'm a long-term investor. I've tried to make that perfectly clear. And when I mean a long-term investor, I'm talking about I'm arriving early at the dance. Uh, I want to buy the Amazon of 2008. Uh, I don't want to buy the Amazon of 2018. The difference in price would have been in 08, I could have bought it for $34 a share. In 18, I could buy it for $2,034 a share. I'd rather, I'd rather buy it at 34. The other thing I think that is, that is comparative here is that things are moving a lot faster than they were in 2008 as a result of some things that have happened in our world. So I want to address that. And what really brought this to, to a head was I got a comment from Bob on our Discord in which he said he was very disappointed in the performance of one of the stocks that I had recommended it, and that one specific was desktop metals. It's a 3D printing stock. I believe 3D printing is going to change the way I live. And so that's why I invest in it. And that's what I want to cover in this video. Uh, and I want to speak specifically to 3D printing because I don't think um, most of the people have any concept of what is going to happen relative to manufacturing and in specific 3D printing and why it's going to happen and why it's inevitable. And because it's inevitable, you need to consider getting into this space. So that's what this video is going to be all about. Um, and I want you to stick around and then I want you to come and consider becoming a part of our tribe, um, a group of people who work together and exchange ideas so that you're not doing this all by yourself. All right, I'll be right back. I got to share with you that I'm not your financial advisor, and then we'll talk about this in depth. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. Okay, I own three stocks in the 3D printing space. Um, DDD, which is uh, 3D Systems. I happen to be up about 44% on that. I was up substantially more. It sells now at $25.85. Uh, back in February, it was up to $55. So what I like about that is that it says, at some point in the near past, the world believed this stock was worth $55. Something changed in the interim. Well, what changed was there was a pullback from speculative tech stocks to the more traditional tech stocks, and in fact, to, to more of the Dow Jones. Uh, so it pulled back. The next one I own is um, Desktop Metals. That's DM. Um, it's at $9.08, and it's down 25%. As I say, it's at 9.08. Back in February, it was at 33, okay? Somebody believed it was worth $33 a share not that long ago. And then the third one I own 
is uh, X1, uh, ticker X-O-N-E. It's selling at $16.60. I'm down 25% on that. But again, back in February, somebody thought it was worth $54. So nonetheless, I've arrived early at the dance, and that is by design. I recognize that some things happened to... And, and the 3D printing business is nothing new. It's been around for 20 years. But what happened that stimulated the interest in this was the coronavirus and the realization that uh, our, our supply chain is broken and say in, in such that because of the, disrep- the, 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 the discrepancy in the cost of labor between the United States and some third world countries, namely China, Vietnam, and a number of others, um, our manufacturing left our shores. And we were just kind of okay with it. Um, what we, we knew that we didn't have people working, but we were okay with that uh, because we could buy our products a lot cheaper with them coming from China um, and even though they had to be boxed up and put on a ship and shipped over here, still the end retail price was lower and we were okay with that until March and April of 2020 when we realized we didn't make anything. And if we got into a bad predicament, as we did, we didn't have what we needed to survive. It, as simple as masks and 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 medical gowns and face shields, all we we had to turn to our automakers and ask them to make them for us. Uh, so, so something came to realization. So, smart minds said, "How can we make sure that this never happens again? Because we're pretty darn sure we're going to have another pandemic, or we're going to have another situation in the very near future." that's going to make this a problem again. And so the good minds that said, what we got to do is, is eliminate labor. The differential between China's being able to produce a product um, at X amount and us being able to produce a product at X plus amount was the cost of labor. So how can we eliminate labor? 3D printing. We can, we can make a machine that is, it's called additive printing that makes a part or a product. It, it could make this cup. It could make this ink holder. It, it basically starts in a sand base and lays down brass and adhesive and through a computer design and lays out every one of these levels and then shakes away the excess sand and you've got it, okay? Um, that printer does not require any kind of health insurance. It, it, it doesn't need breaks. And, and in fact, it, it, it doesn't require health insurance. And it works 24 hours a day, 365 days a year with the lights off. You do, it doesn't need lights. It, it needs electricity or some form of power, but it doesn't need. So my point is we can fill a factory full of these and they're being filled. Um, in South Carolina, North Carolina, where we used to have the textile industry, 
and we used to have the furniture industry, they have these big empty factories that are now being come in and, and refit to handle 3D printing machines. So I'm early to the dance. I know that. I know that. But I know if I live long enough, this is going to be, uh, it, it, we call it the digital revolution. This is going to be the, three, the 3D printing manufacturing revolution. We're going to bring manufacturing back to the United States because we must. So why, why do I hold all three of these companies? They're, they're quite different. Um, DDD, which is, as I say, I'm up 44%, is basically focused on the medical and dental industry. Uh, they have high margins there. They're about a um, $3.16 billion market cap company. And, and they've made some very interesting announcements recently um, about how they are, they're actually going, and I've told, told you in this in other videos, they're actually going to make female breasts. They, they have uh, collaborated with a Israeli company that has created a tissue that the human body accepts quite comfortably and actually in, 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 embraces and grows with. And they're 2.4, I believe it was 2.4 million uh, breast augmentations as a result of just cancer, not elective, but as a result of cancer here in the United States. So it's a, it's a huge market. And so they're growing substantially. Now, the one that Bob asked about was um, desktop metals, uh, which, as I said, I'm down 25% uh, on. In fact, it's down to a substantial low at $9.08. But nonetheless, the, 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 I interviewed the CEO of, of this company, um, Rick Flupp. That was back on June 18th. They're in, in Burlington, Massachusetts, a beautiful factory. And, and he shared with me some very interesting facts that I needed to know. And it cost me to double down on this. In fact, I, <coughs> I bought some just the other day. Um, they're in, un, unlike DDD, they're not in medical as much as they are on mass production. So, so to give you an idea, the original financers of desktop metals were Google, BMW, and Ford. So in essence, BMW and Ford is saying, hey, we like the idea that you could make 3D parts on demand for us that um, we've in the past had to either do in-house or buy outside, and we've had to buy in mass quantities, not and not and having to call, carry large inventories. Whereas this, you could manufacture for us, or we could manufacture for ourselves with your help, and so that 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 really struck me. So the other thing I liked about this and I the interview that I had with Rick is I asked him how he made his money. Um and he shared with me that um we we may we sell a machine for a hundred and uh forty thousand dollars and we make about a hundred and twenty thousand on it. But the real money is from the ink and uh, ink well, that's what they call the the materials, the medical particles, the wood particles, the polymer particles that they adhese in in the printing process, 
And he said, we'll make off of that machine over the next seven years, we'll make $4 million. Well, that was what I wanted to hear. I don't want to be in a business where where I sell you a product, you pay me a fee, it's very competitively priced, like automobiles, and then I don't make any more money in, in, until either it breaks or it needs to be serviced. I want someone, I want to sell you the gasoline that only runs my in my car. And that's what, that's what Rick shared with me. And that's why I became high on it. Now, again, I recognize I'm, I, I'm early to the dance. Um, the rest of the world doesn't know this. And this is what I shared with Bob. I said, I want you to go out today. Uh, and I wanted to, to ask 10 people, um, what do you know about 3D printing? And uh, when they look at you kind of crazy and say, no, I mean as relative to uh, correcting our supply chain here in the United States. And they say, what the hell are you talking about? Um, I want you to ask 10 people that and see what their answers are. And, and I would be shocked if one of them could give you a legitimate answer. Well, until eight of them can give you an, a legitimate answer, I'm early to the dance. Uh, it's the same as if you had gone out to uh, the public in the early 90s and said, what do you think about e-commerce? Or how about social media? Are you involved on social media? I remember in order to get on Facebook, you had to have an EDU uh, URL. You had to be a student. Um, so I had an early knowledge of it. Um, sorry to say, I didn't get early to the dance, and I wanted to explore it before I invested in it. And so I didn't, and then my mind changed and went somewhere else, and I didn't. I'm not going to let that happen anymore to me. I'm going to be at the, the, the first, I'm going to knock the door down on many dances, because I want to be there first. I want to be there the guy who understands what's going to happen tomorrow. And how do you do that? You read. You, you read. You, you, you go find the, the people who think like I think what's going to happen in the future. I, I, I tell people, if you haven't read this book, uh, The Future is Faster Than You Think. It was actually written, I believe, in uh, probably 2019. And it's already archaic. They didn't have a clue about the impact, how big 3D printing was going to be because the coronavirus hadn't occurred yet. They didn't have a clue as to how important um, uh, genome sequencing and uh, genome editing was going to be because the coronavirus hadn't occurred yet. So I want to be early to the dance. The, the third one that I own is uh, X1, ticker X-O-N-E. Now, it's a much smaller company than, uh, I don't know if I said, uh, Desktop Metals is at $2.34 billion. Um, DDD is a $3.16 billion. X1 is just a $362 million company. It does not have the growth projections that um, Desktop Metals has, they, they, they say their, their revenues from 2020 to 2021 will go from 
um, 16.5 million to 100 million. That's a 6x increase in, in revenues from year to year. Uh, Desktop Metals is not that big a company. They're, although they are projecting a 15 to 25% growth in revenues, which would bring them to uh, $800 million in revenues. So, Bob, my, my point is, if you're early to the dance, you, you have to sometimes sit at a table and, and watch the musicians uh, bring their instruments in and um, do a little practicing before anybody comes and buys a ticket at the door. Uh, that's, you, you've, got, you've got to accept that. And you've got to say, I'm not worried about um, the price of these stocks because I know what's going to happen. And if you ever want to give yourself some comfort, read and understand the, the science behind what they're doing and buy into it and buy into the, the human need for it in the future and then be willing to wait. And don't don't get hung up when when Amazon is at thirty four dollars a share. Um, fall and and in fact it fell from seventy five uh, three months earlier to thirty four, but now is what three thousand dollars a share. You've got to be willing to say I'm the smartest guy in the room. And I'm the only guy who knows it yet. Um, and if you aren't that way, if you can't, if you can't accept that mentality, and you need to see the daily gains, well, then become a day trader or become a swing trader. You don't, you know. I get, I, I got hurt when I saw people exiting my channel. Uh, I've hit 148,000, I think it was back in February, and I've just stayed there because I'm bringing on new people, but I'm I'm losing the same number of people because a lot of of you are very impatient. You you don't have the mentality or the mental mental commitment that I'm going to be early to the dance, and I know it. But it's going to pay off big because I have patience and because I have studied it and I understand it better than 99% of the people in the world. If you're going to really make money in, in the stock market, you've got, to, you've got to be smarter than 90% of the people who are in the market. You've got to be more patient. You've got to be more knowledgeable. Otherwise... You're just another player, and you might get lucky, um, but you got to figure out who you're playing against. Do you know? Uh, do, do, somebody asked me the other day, "How do you how how do these big investors make so much money?" Well, I looked up <clears throat> what it cost to be a client of Goldman Sachs, and. And you got to have a million dollars just to get into the door. And, and then you're going to pay uh, uh, at least 1.2% of the, 
of your asset under management. Now, if you want to get access to their inside information, their early information, you've got to have $100 million, okay? And again, the, the lowest you're going to pay them is three quarters of 1%. And that's when you got up around $500 million. And so, so when I tell you, you can come to my Discord and I'll tell you the 3D stocks that you need to buy in, not for today, but for tomorrow or next week or next year. And I tell you, you're gonna, I'm going to charge you $10 a month, which happens to work out to be $120 a year. And I'm telling you that if you want that kind of service from Goldman Sachs, you need to have $100 million and you're going to pay them 1.75% of that $100 million for that information? Do the math. Do the math. The $120 is quite a bargain. <laughs> All right. It, but again, if you want to do swing trading, go to somebody else. There's plenty of people on YouTube. Um, or go find yourself a good financial advisor who, who actually understands this. Um, so that's Bob. Um, that's why I would say I'm sorry you're disappointed, but hang in there. I believe desktop metals is going to blow your socks off. Um, they, 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 again, they're, who, who's behind them? Google, BMW, and Ford. What are they making? Mass production parts. Huh? Okay. Um, that's my video for Wednesday. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.